and I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 129. In this episode, we will be discussing chapters 27 through 29 of Lee Bardugo's Ninth House. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by the one and only favorite secret society member, Lee Bardugo. Moi savienyi, casters. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> yeah, how was that? That was great. I know. So, we got some listener cities. Okay, first yes. we have Kulim, Malaysia. Ooh, thank you. And next we have Cork, Ireland. Ooh. Cork. Mm-hmm. Love it. Cork. <laughs> I don't know. Cute name. It is cute. It sure is. So, anyways, um... I might sound weird because I'm in my head right now, listeners, because I've had a sound check where apparently I talk too loud. But I've known that from the beginning. It's not that I talk too loud. I just get excited and probably blow up the speakers and everything. So I think it's because when we're doing the sound check, you talk quietly. And then when we get into it, then you you get loud. Yeah. 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 I know. So, but um, we love that you get excited. That's part of the fun. Yay! Well, I'm glad. I'm still going to try to work on it and, you know, sound good. I did actually um, listen to our last podcast just because I hadn't listened since we had done the new, like, yeah. set thing. And I was like, hmm, I should give that a try. And actually, like, we sounded good. I was like, I was impressed. Chris does a great job. Oh, yeah, Chris does an amazing job. I yeah. know that. I just was, I was wondering how, like, I would, like, I don't know. I just figured for some reason it might sound different, but that, no, it sounds great. So, anyways, yeah. Well, good. I know. Amazing. I am the worst. I never listened to us. I think I it's because I was to. there and I, like, lived it so I don't feel the need to relive it. Mm-hmm. But, like. Then uh, is that bad? <laughs> Should I be going back and listening to myself? No, it's um, and the only reason actually, I actually, well, I'm I'm happy that I got to hear it because I know that we sounded so good and because Chris did it, and also I'm glad I listened to the last episode because I made a mistake and accidentally called Trinity K Bonet. Mm-hmm. Act- I said Trinity K Bonet when I meant Trinity the, the tuck. tuck. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so I'll say this, uh, I was weirded out at first. Uh, this is on the show, by the way. Hi. Oh, everybody. wow. Oh my God. Um, it's the man behind the I curtain. was weirded out first when you said you didn't listen to the show and cause I thought, well, how do you know how it sounds? And I realized you're in it, but then it dawned on me that I listened to the show about four times because I hear you doing it. And then I edit the, the podcast and then edit the video cast. So I've listened to it multiple times. <laughs> so you don't have to. Aww. But you guys do sound much more relaxed. I hope our listeners appreciate that. Oh, well, good. Well, thank you. It's so nice to hear from you, too. You should chime in more often, especially when you're— I do, but nobody gets to hear it. 
I know. So like maybe I can't say some of the things on the podcast no. that I say into your ears. No, not everything. But there are some things you can and you know, our listeners would love to hear you. I mean You can chime in with an opinion every once in a while. Exactly. Uh, the- you don't want my opinion. Oh yes wow. we do. Come on. For all those listeners out there that enjoy hearing Chris, you know, um send us something. Let us know. Let us know if you would like. (laughs) Send a cease and desist letter for talking on the show. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Actually, I think it's fantastic to hear from you, Chris, because you were one. You actually you've got a really good radio. Like, I think you've got a very soothing, good, like podcast radio Mm -hmm. voice. So I'm putting everybody to sleep, which is my goal. No, No, you have a good voice. But what we really need to do is come up with a way that I can tell you if I'm talking in your ear or talking on the show. Yes. Yes, that would be helpful. Um, Because otherwise we start talking to a gray. Yes, we do. (laughs) And I, um, you know how well I... I, I work with change and surprise. I um I stumble. So I mean, I even heard it when I was listening to this the last podcast because I remember hearing a space where I know that you had you said something and I was like, that's funny. There's like a pause. There is, and then there's like a weird. Because then I try back. to explain it, mm-hmm. which is even worse, kind of. Because yeah. then I'm like, let me try to explain the weirdness. That just and happened. I have to make it short and sweet because if I'm lengthy in your ear, you'd have that pause. But if I say something really quickly, I have to find a break because if I start talking when you're talking, it makes you pause anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll, maybe I'll put a light. How about a big red light that flashes when I'm actually on the show? That would be fantastic. And like, an alarm like, <laughs> eh, eh. <laughs> like uh, on air. Warning, yeah. Chris is coming. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that would be great. Uh-huh. I think we should definitely get a light. I think that'd be fun. Yep. So, well, I don't know. Are you still there? Are you gone? Okay. So he's, okay. Well, <laughs> there we go, guys. I love that we have to check. I know. Is he still there? Can we still talk to you? Uh, so. <laughs> Quick, talk about him. Well, that was a nice little surprise, wasn't it? It was. It's uh, always nice to hear from our producer man. Yeah. So, first off, before we get started, I do want to, one, show off my beautiful shirt. It is my uh, my unsee shirt, you know, the fold. It's kind of like, it's really cute. Um, and I am, um, yeah, I love some of the different things that I got from the New York Comic Con Greaseverse shop. So, um, yeah, there's multiple shirts that are similar. There's like a Ketterdam one. And there's the ice court, and they all look like travel posters. And I think it's so cool. Um, So, and then second, for those of you guys watching on YouTube, our image for this evening is the first um, tomb of St. Elmo's. Yeah. St. Elmo's fire. The actual one. So, anyways... um, well, I haven't had my tea. Tell me what's going on, girl. How you doing? Oh, the tea is better this time. Is it? Because, you know, we got the measurements. Oh, yeah. More correct. <laughs> it was it was pretty strong last it time. It was very strong. And then after the show, I couldn't stop, like, bouncing. Yes. Yeah, you were very happy last week. <laughs> we were trying to come up with a title, and for some reason I was obsessed with, like, making one it one word. word. 
And now since you guys have all at least heard it and know what we're talking about, I kept on like wanting it to have to do with the fact of like a mouth. Yes. And like it was so funny. Eating, <laughs> chewing, mouth. Terry was Teeth. like, we can't give that part away. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I can't use the word mouth. And that's when I was like, lick, <laughs> chew. It was like it was crazy like obs- categories. It's like this obsessive must talk about the mouth. <laughs> One syllable. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because then you brought it to my attention and that you, it was just so funny to me because you're just like, are you trying to just fit it in one word? Is there a reason why you just want one word? <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, didn't know, didn't notice that. Although it's funny. so Yeah, it was funny. It was a good time. It was. Fueled by caffeine. Yeah, I wish that we had th- some of the like snippets that we have of like getting ready for the show. And then after the show, I really wish we had like still like a way of recording some of that stuff because those would be some amazing bloopers. Hilarity ensues. Oh. But many, 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 many times they're inappropriate. Yes. Like, they are. 99% of the time. Yeah. And you know what? We are covering an adult novel. So, I mean, we are, you know, it's it's okay. We can do bloopers with, like, a little thing that says, hey, these are not appropriate for sensitive ears. <laughs> you know, the, the downside of doing that on, on my podcast, we realize after... Are you talking? Yeah, I'm on the air. Oh, my um, God. We I don't have my light yet. Okay. Um, so we would always sit around beforehand and, and chat, and then after the show, we would also sit around, and we, we had some of the best conversations afterwards. So we, we had this discussion about, well, we should just keep the mics rolling. But the problem is, if you know it's happening, you say nothing because you're so afraid. It's what has to be natural. So yeah. I'll just start recording you guys when you think I'm not, and that can be your kind of Perfect. after show. I would Great. Love- I love non-consensual recording. Yes. Sounds great. <laughs> Goes right along with our chapters too, so NCR. Goodness. <laughs> well, listeners, you are. I mean, that's a bit like we're all lucky, and we all get can make a wish tonight. He spoke twice in one episode, and you heard him. So, kind of makes makes me feel like I really am insane because it's like we hear him all the time, but you don't, and it's like that's what Alex feels like. Yeah, you're right. Oh, God. I swear I hear them. I swear I see them. They exist. So before we get into these chapters, because I really am excited to get into them, how are you doing? What's going on with you? I'm good. I realized (laughs) this week. I am fine. Fine. Everything's fine. Um, I realized this week that there is some fine TV going on right now. Tell There's me about it. so much happening all at once, and it's so odd that it's happening that way, because typically oh, yeah, it's, it's scattered around. So we've got, first of all, Big Brother, which is my favorite show ever. I don't want to hear it. Um, don't worry. <laughs> I know I get roasted for that all the time, um, and that it's at the point where it's getting really good. Oh, good. Then, I'm glad it's um, reached a point. Well, yeah, because we're at like that final like push towards the end where everybody, everybody's gameplay 
starts going into overdrive. Uh, I won't get into that. Um, (laughs) But go Monty. Uh, (laughs) Hashtag Monty. (laughs) Hashtag Monty. Um, And we've got, obviously, House of Dragons, which, amazing. I'm... I was on the fence about it because we know how it ends. Mm-hmm. It ends terribly. Right. So I was a little weird about do I even That's... want to like get involved with it because I already know what's going to happen. Um, but it's really good. Okay. Um, and then we have uh, Ring of Power. So that I have started and I have loved what I've watched. I've only watched one episode, but it's... I love. I'm loving what I have seen. They spent some money so on that. It is good, and that one's on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. So, um, did you? There's another one that it's. It came out maybe about a year ago, and it's it's similar. And it was oh my gosh, I can't remember what is the. There's another fantasy that is so. I know I told you to watch it, um, and I can't remember. Uh, keep telling me, and there's I'll, several. Oh, the wheel. Something wheel um, of time we, yes yeah that is incredible but anyway it's similar as in fantasy right and, and i'm still and waiting it, for carnival row to come back um is that coming back i thought it was and if it if it doesn't they're stupid see that's the problem with because like, it was TV. so good yeah um it was that like dirty dingy anyway oh my um, god i loved it it was amazing it was like so good it was fantasy but it was also this like Dirty Londony, like oh, so good. Um, and then we have Serpent Queen. Okay, yep, and you and I haven't heard of that. Which there's only been one episode so far, and it's really good. Okay, and it just seems like all these things have come out like all at once, like all these high dollar, high action period piece things that like typically wouldn't all come out at the same time. I'm wondering yeah. if they're trying to compete with House of Dragon. See, I've, I've, but both Serpent Queen, no, Serpent Queen's on Stars, and then Ring of Power is on Amazon. So no, they're not on the same thing. Ever since Game of Thrones, I actually noticed there was a huge change in all of a sudden like people recognizing that fantasy was a great like is a great like i don't know it's a great genre but it's a great like tv show and if you pick the right series it like and you do a good job of it like you can really make some money and cuz game of thrones like i think like when that was it took all the way to the finale season getting ready for it. Because remember, like, how amped up the entire world was for that season? There wasn't a single person on this earth that I don't think knew what Game of Thrones was. Oh, yeah. Because, and, but ever since then, all these, like, other, like, fantasy, like, series have, like, come out. And some of them have been really good. Um the Wheel of Time that I was told you about, like, I mean, on Amazon, that that is really good. Like, I mean, I was really impressed with that because that was Amazon. And then um, I just, I love some of these fantasies. Um, I can't, so the one that's on Amazon right now, the the Ring one, is that based off, of, do you know, is that based off of actual, like, written Tolkien? Or is this, like, 
kind of like fan fiction-y? Like did someone like – I am not sure if it's a fully realized novel. And I know the fans of those things are no. like yeah. to the death, so don't come for me. We don't know. Um, yeah. But everything that I've read about it is is factual for that world. So um, like the the little hobbity – Creatures, the Harfoots. The Hobbits? No. Like, I mean, like. They're Hobbits, but they're yeah. like a form of Hobbit. Okay. Um, but they don't have the giant feet like the Hobbits from uh, Lord of the Rings, the movies. Yeah. Because this is set like before that. So these Harfoots are like a branch of Hobbits. Interesting. And they uh, eventually breed the Bigfoot ones that we see. Later on. So there's a lot of interesting things that I don't know because I don't – that's not my fandom. But um, but reading about it and reading about, like, where the different things come from has been really interesting. Yeah. Because I'm not going to read them. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm not going to read them. I tried. It's not my cup of tea. I thoroughly enjoy watching it. Oh, yeah. But the – the writing was not for me, and that's okay. Girl, I'm the same way. Like, I actually have been, I've, ne- I've I never tried it because Game I'm Game of Thrones so, either. Oh, uh, Game of Thrones. The I, writing is. Yeah, I tried Game of Thrones, and yeah, I even had the, like, special, like, Apple iBook that had, like, all these, like, extra, like, things to, like, help you, and, like, it's a great story, but I need it to, like, pick its pace up. I, I don't need all these words. I need, like, action and, um, yeah. I'm, I will never try Tolkien because I'm so scared because, like. It's a lot. And, like, he's he's an amazing writer. I mean, yes. these stories are incredible, especially, like, I mean, I remember growing up and watching that, like, um, the Hobbit, like, um, cartoon that they had. Okay. There was some kind of cartoon that was out, and, like, I just. That was all I knew about it. And then I remember when we we were out of high school, but when the first Lord of the Wing- Rings came out. Uh-huh. It was beautiful. Yeah, those those special effects for that time mm-hmm. was, like, incredible. Yeah. And I've always been one of those people that, like, I wouldn't watch a show if the special effects weren't good because, like, I couldn't for some reason. I just, like, I'd have a problem. I think I've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I love the Lord of the Ring things that they're doing right now because I just love prequel stuff. And I, t- someone was telling me that this is, I think, I hope they're right, that this is the story of the creation of those rings. Mm-hmm. And that seems really cool to me. It's like where the characters from yeah. the first movies, like kind of where they would like come in. Um, and Alden's been watching it. Really? And uh, he <laughs> he fell asleep during the second episode. But um, he watched the first episode. And he was like, why is this like D&D? <laughs> oh. So, Aww. bless him. That's um, sweet. But now we're going to have to go back and watch the movies too. But he thoroughly enjoyed it. It's like right up his alley. He needs to watch um, the adventure uh, Vox Machina. Um, it's on Amazon. Okay. And it is, it's a cartoon, but is it's like, D, it's based off of D&D, but it's like, it's really good. It's really cool. Yeah. I loved it. Um, but yeah, there's, so 
some great TV. Like, I mean, I've... And we're getting close to the playoffs for baseball. So that's exciting. So I'm getting nothing done because I'm glued mm. to the TV. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, you go your butch self. <laughs> so proud of you. You're my top. <laughs> I knew that wouldn't, mm. like... Oh, girl, I don't know. Lord. Um, someone was having a conversation about um, baseball... <sighs> At my job, like, I hear just, like, it's, I I work in a room, and I love everybody there. It's just, like, I work in a room with all these other moms, and they um just, some of the things I hear, I, like, try to chime in, and I'll think I know what I'm talking about, but I was, like, I heard this story that was going on behind me, and they were talking about how this fight broke out at this game because the coach did something with his face mask. Like, I mean, like, or like, did, like, I mean, or somebody did something with a face mask. And I was like, face mask? Like, they took off their, like, COVID face mask and, like, got in, like, a trouble. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. got in a fight over it. And when I, I can't remember what I said, but, like, I kind of was, like, mentioned that and everybody, like, cracked up. What is a face mask now in baseball? In baseball, or maybe yeah, it's it's uh, there's a face. It there's a not like it's I. The umpire and the catcher wear. Okay. But in in football, there's one hundred percent like it, that's even like a call. Like when you're that's what it is. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. football. Oh, so that's a call. I mean, it's a call, but it, it's it's you can't grab at it. So like, if. Oh it's gosh, a penalty. we're getting way yeah, too far. Uh, that's why I'm trying. That's why I'm yeah, like pausing because I'm like I don't know how much I want to get into this. Um, yeah, I'm confused. But anyway, that would be football, and you can't grab onto someone else's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, you know, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I don't like sports. I don't know anything about them. Um, I I made it through kickball, and um, yep. Dodgeball, which isn't really a sport. Um, soccer, until I got like kicked um, so hard in the face, I got knocked out on the field. So that ended it for me. Um, and then I did enjoy tennis for a little bit because that was fun. Um, I liked banging that little ball around. I was really good playing against the wall. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Football really confuses me. Um, baseball, I get it's just too small. And hockey seems like. A lot of work for a little puck flying around. But anyways, yeah, that's um, yeah, I'm not a sports kind of guy. Yeah, we're about to we're about to get to the playoffs. Oh well, baseball. So it's exciting times. Go Dolphins! That's football. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> mm-hmm. Touchdown! How about those? Oh, oh my God! What uh, I think I think that's similar to a line from the Birdcage, like. A, how about those dolphins? Yeah, I think that's what oh. uh, Nathan Lane says. And if you are don't know what I'm talking about, then please educate yourself and go find the movie The Birdcage. See, it we, is stream. We had to exit out of sports and go to Super Gay. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> yes, Super Gay and amazing. Um, Birdcage is Robin Williams and Nathan Lane. In a movie that is based off of actually a French musical called Le Cage aux Folles, 
and it is incredible. Oh, so good. So, but go educate yourself. It's a really funny show, um, movie. Um, okay, so this is, I can't believe, like, this is kind of exciting. We're, like, at the, like, almost end, like, next week. We're going to be yeah, finishing. Yeah, we're finishing up next week. Oh. And I'm looking forward to discussing these chapters. Mm. Like, we haven't discussed them because we kind of made this thing, like, we can't talk about them outside of the show because then we don't have anything we won't to talk, about. talk about it as much. Yep. So, but we did text yesterday. <laughs> so I'm that interested. Was it was a very quick text. So don't worry. We still have lots of stuff to discuss. Um, but I'm interested in discussing them because we had differing emotions Views. about. <laughs> I could pretty much summarize the text. I had gotten done with my reading, and I was really excited. I was like, oh, my, especially where it ended, like, at the end. Have you read the chapters? Yes. And, like, Terry texted back, no, I'm about to sit down. And I was like, ooh, girl, you get ready. Well, a couple of hours go by, and then I get this text from Terry, and I can't remember. Like, it was just. Did I miss something? Yeah. Did I miss something? I, I was... feel like I missed something. <laughs> <sighs> because yeah. someone else had said something about these chapters. Being exciting. Being exciting. Because they... And then, like, I'm reading through them and I'm going, what? So I feel like I must have zoned out during, like, a very exciting part. Because Maybe I, did, I didn't because, have. <laughs> I think so because this is like we have the huge. Like I mean, we've got the big like climactic part. Like we've. It's just let's get into it. Let's talk. Okay. So and I think it like it. I shouldn't have said chapters. It's more like I mean they all like they work really well together. But it's the last. It's chapter twenty nine. That is what we finished with, right? That is the one where is. Really exciting, but um, to start off, you know, I um, first off, I it's very like some of these lines are like I I feel. Let me read this one. Um, and it describes Alex and how she felt after like pretty much after that entire first chapter, um, which is like. All about like she woke up in the hospital and then pretty much finds out how everything that she's fought for and Dawes and Darlington, no matter what, the societies are like they're the money and the power and that prestige is way above and stronger than they than they will ever be. Like I mean, it like it's just. And it's sad. Um, yeah, but that's that's reality. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of our presidents come from. They go through these societies yep. because it's a huge protection and it's all about who you know. So, yeah, it it's reality. I love how Alex's character, though, like, I mean, like, I love her more and more, especially now towards the end of it because it's just like she she definitely is someone like i mean that is 
you know, is not that. Like, she didn't come from money. She, like, I mean, she is, um, but also, like, the unfortunate story is playing out where people of power and wealth use people that they know they can. And um, so the line was, she was doing what any wounded animal would. She was going where the monsters couldn't reach her. That's the very end of that first chapter. And I just, the feeling of defeat, I feel like was so like heavy in that line. And especially towards the end of that chapter, it's like you can feel like, Alex just like dang. Well she's she's changing. So we knew that she she was kind of changing when she wanted the summer job and she was more invested in it, but I think we can really feel the change in this particular chapter um because she's um I don't know, she's concerned about what's going on. She's invested in it. She's invested in uh, her position within it. Her life. Um, she's- yeah. So, so I feel like she's she's changed and matured through all of this. Um, even when like uh, shadows, like here, I'll give you a three point five GPA for your trouble. Right. And like druggy Alex probably would have been like cool whatever like yay, um, but she's actually questioning it. Yeah, like that's not right. She- I wanted to earn it, so yep, just things like that. Um, but I guess the important things are that we that Shadow Dean Sandow um, survived. Oh my god, you actually said his name. I know. I feel like every once in a while I need to, so I don't confuse everybody. Um, but he's alive. He made it through. Yeah. Um, every everyone but Blake basically is alive. Dawes is alive. Yep. Turner's there. Um, but Blake is no more. No, he um he got eaten. He got eaten, and also um Dawes smashed him in the head yeah. with that like thing. However, I remember like I had never known that like whatever that thing was the head like was named that I, and I know it's making such a great sentence that I'm trying to say but um the bust was the third the bust yeah I'd never known that so a bust is like a marble or stone yeah head where it's like from here up yeah and the, without the shoulders yeah oh it's the bust I get it yeah wow yeah neat we're learning all the time we are so but yeah, that was that's basically that chapter. She leaves. And she yeah, she's like I'm she, she like takes all the IVs and stuff out and she's just like, see ya. Um but yeah. And that, like and another thing that is interesting, I think, is how she starts to well it's not interesting, it's just sad, but she's correlating how, like, I mean, really to be a member of Lethe, she compares herself to, like, knights that really are just, like, I mean, they're being sacrificed. Like, I mean, just yeah. they're just kind of, like, used and vulnerable. And also the connection that she makes with, like, I mean, her, like, Darlington and her. Like, I mean, how, like, 
Dean Sandow came to both of them when they were in very vulnerable Mm -hmm. spaces. And if you're like, I mean, it's just like, I mean, Dean Sandow, like, I mean, like it was very like strategic too. He like, we find out that he paid out, like, I mean, Alex owed drug dealers money and Dean Sandow like paid like all these like crazy like amounts just to like, yeah. We're just paying people off to keep things quiet and under yeah. wraps and yeah. So anyways, um and then the next chapter I um I think it's interesting just because I love what Lee did um by bringing her mom in like yeah. so randomly towards the end of this book. Like it does like it 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 almost doesn't make sense. It's like, why are we? Because her mom has been absent through all of this craziness. And she, I don't know if we view her mom positively. Um, but I also think that, I mean, her mom is like flighty hippie chick. But yeah. I also think that Alex and the state that she was in beforehand couldn't accept her love because she of the state she was in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she like falls into it here. She it's, really lets her mom take care of her. Yeah. She's in that vulnerable place and she really is needing she's needing to be coddled. She's needing someone to like kind of like love and take care of her. And all of a sudden, like I mean Mercy and her mom show up and she like I mean it's actually kind of like pretty and like it's it's beautiful in the sense like yeah. I mean I don't mean to be so cheesy but like I love the interaction between Alex and her roommate mm-hmm. especially because like Alex is like how did you find me and she's like well you are my roommate and like I have had to follow you a couple times here and you were gone for a couple days I would hope you would do the same for me. Like, I mean, and yeah, it's just, I love that. I mean, I think we're getting, we're seeing Alex letting people in more. Yes. I mean, and not just the ghosts, (laughs) like actual people. (laughs) Yes. She is tearing down those, those walls, um, scared to like get close to people. And she's making like, she's actually, she's being real. You know, she's like, I mean, she's going to let, she's, Got this whole facade of, like, this hard, badass, you know, chick that you shouldn't mess with. Which is interesting because as she's letting her mom and Mercy in, she's pushing North away at the same time. Yeah. She she keeps telling him no, go away. She's even, like, giving him death words. And um, so that was an interesting... Thing. I don't know. So if, why do you think that? I don't know. I don't know if she was trying to separate life for a little bit. Like, I think she was mad at him. I think she. I think it was like when you get like hurt. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, kind of like a little immature. Like, I mean, she's just like she's she's mad because like he hasn't been able to help find the different things he like from the like other side of the veil. Like, I'm mean, like. I think she, like, that's what I personally think. I think she literally is just, like, that would be the 
some information that could possibly help her. And she, like, yeah, she doesn't have it. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think she's being a little immature about But, you know, it, it does, it's interesting. Um, I think there might be a little bit of, like, I have my mom and my roommate here. Well, that too, she's, yeah. She's trying to kind of be, quote-unquote, normal for a little bit. Because she said, she also, in that, what you were talking about, uh, she wants to go where the monsters can't be. Yep. So I think that's also a thing, too. Like, she, she needed a break mm-hmm. from that, too. So I think there's a lot going on. But I just loved that letting people in and trying to disconnect from the greys for a little bit. Yeah. And but North is mad. Yeah. He North doesn't is, like it. North is definitely trying to get her attention. And towards the end of this chapter, I don't know if you caught on to this. It's a small little detail, but I think it's interesting it's another quote. Um, what do you want? Bellbaum had asked her safety, comfort to feel unafraid. I want to live to grow old. Alex thought as she pulled the curtains closed. I want to sit on my porch and drink foul smelling tea and yell at passers by. I want to survive this world that keeps trying to destroy me. End quote. So the reason I pulled that one out is because that's an out. Al- Alex wants to live. Like, I mean, that's actually Alex, like, saying she is, she she wants to live. She wants yeah. to, like, and we, I just think there's a lot of growth there, you know? Um, and to actually have her think that, it's, um, and see, that's why I think these chapters, like, line up so well. Because, like, so we've got this chapter where it's, like, her mom's coming in. She's getting like, and she's, she's getting this connection with her mother. She asks about her dad. That's right. She yeah. just randomly asking. Like, I was hoping that would go somewhere, but it didn't. Unless I no, it didn't. It the because her mom gave the weirdest reply, which was um, that he was like a person that drank like small amounts of poison or something. Like, or she said. She's like, have you heard of the arsenic or arcs? Ar- arsenic? Ar- no. It's arsenic. I think you're right. Arsenic's is, I don't know. Anyway, so these people would drink small amounts of arsenic in order to. So that's uh, real. Yeah. Interesting. So she was, I don't think she was saying her dad did that. Right. She was saying that it it was like that living with him. Exactly. Or, li- or being around him. Yeah. Um, you would be like, it's, I'm guessing that supposedly these people that were taking small amounts of arsenic were doing it for some kind of like benefit that it might help. However, it's also doing long-term damage, I'm assuming. Have you ever heard of the arsenic eaters? They would ingest a little bit of arsenic every day. It made their skin clear and their eyes bright and they felt wonderful. And all the while they were just drinking poison. Yeah. So So that in the body of a person. So that is how she describes her dad. And then we all like and then she has the memory, I think, of like her grandmother um sit like um when her hearing about how I guess when her mother brought her dad to meet, I guess, 
her grandmother that um, he turned around and walked away. And Mm -hmm. she, like, I mean, it was, it's so interesting. Like, I mean, just, like. So do we think that dad has the same powers? That's what I'm. got to be something there. That's what I'm getting from this. And I think that's what she's wondering. Because she starts asking, like, did he do anything weird? Exactly. So she's starting to wonder if her powers are genetic. Um, We know mom doesn't have it. Right. But we also know mom is like she would new love age to. <clears throat> and oh, hippie-ish. Yeah. So it would actually fall in line for mom to fall for somebody that was Oh, like absolutely. That. So I think hopefully maybe we'll get more of that mm-hmm. in the next book. I think that's where we're going. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I there's got to be a reason for, like, I mean, you know, these little hints. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, Let's see. Um, and then it's the next chapter um, that really kind of things get, like, very interesting. I found it very, like, I loved this chapter. I loved the build-up to it. Um, and there's also some funny lines in it. So, um, one, we um, definitely will make sure that... Um, this is an adult podcast, so I'm about to, like, read a quote that does have a curse word in it, so get ready. Curse word alert! Okay, so the quote is, um, this is when she's try- she's still trying to run away from North, um, but she's not doing too good of a job because North has pretty much followed her to class. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex couldn't be bothered with putting on a good front. North had possessed her. He'd been inside her. He might as well have shoved his hand up her ass and used her as a puppet. <laughs> End quote. (laughs) When I read that line, I laughed hysterically out loud because I just thought that was so funny for some reason. Um, But um, anyways, this is where things get interesting. Yeah. Um, Because finally, like, I mean, like, so, like, I guess when North goes inside Alex during class. Non-consensually. Yeah. Yep. He forces his way in. He just, like... Possesses her. Just like, bloop. Yep. And he, like, gives her three years. Yeah, she blacks out, and then when she kind of, like, wakes up a little bit, she sees that she's written down these, um, it's these different years. Yeah. Um, And And she's in the middle of class when all this is going on. Yeah, so. And so she has, like, a bloody nose, and the teacher's like, um, y'all right there? (laughs) Yeah, it's awkward. Um, and, you know, I mean, it's just your typical, I'm in the middle of class, I'm going to be fighting with the ghost, no one's going to think I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, she, I'm glad that in, she has this chance to, like, kind of, like, run away and, like, not pay attention, but, like, North made her write down these three years. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she... Have to go to the magic place. And I'm so glad she did. Like, and see, that's why I think the last chapter was so important because I don't think that Alex would have continued on with doing some of this stuff if she didn't have the, like, hope and the encouragement that she got from her mother. And, like, I mean, just, like, the will – like, I know that sounds weird, but I feel like it's just, like – because she was really, really – when she went to the hutch – she wanted to be gone from everything. And she had I f- had enough. Exactly. Yeah. 
I feel like it took her mom and Mercy and also North to get her to what we're about to see. Yeah. Um, because she starts to investigate um, what those years were, and she uses the really cool library yeah. thing. How do you pronounce that book? The all I, want, I keep on calling the alma mater, but I know it's not that. Um, the Albert, Albert something. Albemarle. 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 I wish. Gosh, I think it's so. It's so cool. Um, long story short, she uses it and figures out that Darlington's notes actually were stored there. Smart. That makes so yeah. much sense. And. She figures out, like, I mean, she finally lines up, like, she finds his notes, and she lines up that Daisy, which was North's, remember, like, fiancé that was killed, was the first in a possible long string of murders that Darlington was investigating, and Darlington also, like, in this list, like, like, listed the names and then she figures out it's also the trusts of the the people that were funded that funded the different societies mm-hmm. and Alex realizes that the murder dates match the dates the societies were founded so 1854 the year of Daisy's murder was the same year that Skull and Bones was founded so it's like she's got this it's where the trust had been acquired for the land Okay. Yes. For yeah. So like, and it's it's so cool to all of a sudden like I love the way that Lee wrote this chapter because like I don't know I was just going along with it and it's just we keep on getting these pieces of information we don't know what it is but it's like we then like we're finding out that like there's it's women it's all it's women that have been murdered um, and also we find out that. Tara, Daisy, and then like the housekeeper are not behind, are not like in the veil, North tells her. Yeah. And he says, because like he says, because he, it, when Daisy died, it was something different happened. It was like very abnormal death. And it's, it's just interesting. Like, I mean, something like definitely has like changed, I wonder. Um, what i don't know so i love that part um and we're just like all of a sudden getting all these pieces of information and so what are you thinking so far (laughs) like i mean so i think we said something about this maybe last week but we knew that the following chapters were going to have to tie some things together so i was expecting like we have to know why all of these. I know, like, we had the drugs and the whatever, but, like, the whole the fact that all of the uh, houses were tied together through Tara, blonde-haired girl, we knew that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So I knew at some point, like, we were going to have to make all those connections. So it wasn't a shock, I guess, is, like, the thing. Um because I, I knew that was coming, that we had to make some sort of connection. And we also had to figure out why Daisy's death was so important. Right. Because it wouldn't it wouldn't be random. Like, just because it was this ghost fiancé, it has to be tied in somehow because it's a book. 
So, um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it, it just kind of it starts to put like a pretty little bow on certain things. There's it's it's very. We're just we're getting we're just getting some info, and it's like all just kind of like coming to a head, and we because we think that supposed well. I didn't, but I mean, like, we all kind of, like, it was told, you know, that, I mean, the murder had been solved. And all of a sudden, like, I mean, she's making the connection that, you know, Darlington also... um, He had made those connections. Yep. He had made those connections, and that all of a sudden, like, and I love the fact, like, I love that we don't know how yet, but that the... There's a fan... A crazy way of like killing a murder that can create a a tomb, you know, and that is so interesting. And she starts all of a sudden realizing that Dean Sandow had how much control he actually had, and it's just like it's all so manipulated and you called it from the beginning. You always were like, Dean Sandow is shady. Yeah. I don't know how. And so she's wondering if, because he knew, like she's wondering if he knew how much Darlington knew and maybe it was Sandow who set the trap for yeah. Darlington. Cause we also knew that whatever ritual he was doing to bring him back was wrong. So, and see, and it makes sense because yeah. remember, like, supposedly we heard murder, or and so like it maybe that was actually Darlington, and he was screaming at Shadow Man, "Hey, you try to kill me!" Yeah, like and murder. Yep. Yeah, and Saint Elmo's, like, I feel like um is so there. That is the one place that, like, I mean, it's like, we don't know really yet, but it's, like, what it's, like, kind of assuming is that, like, I mean, Tara's death was having to do with him trying to, like, at least I think, trying to build another tomb and for St. Elmo's, which was Mm -hmm. the weird weather ones. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, like, and it makes sense because also, like, um, Dean Sandell said it was like such an important year for finances and he had gone through this divorce and he it's just I don't know it's um it's also in a way really sad because it I know this is fantasy but the way that this power actually like I mean power and prestige like this really do exist especially yeah. in like places like Secret societies are secret societies because of that. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah. Um, it's a lot of money. And mm-hmm. it's the kind of power that people have. And it's, um, anyways, it's just, um, so I thought it was like, and I, a really cool way to end it, especially the last like line where she just like says, you know, let's go, um, Let's go play night. Um, well, we have... Oh, there's more. Yeah, Aiton. 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 That, like, comes back. One of the guys from her past. Um, and I only bring that up because she kind of stands up for herself. She's like, yep, I killed them. And, yeah, I'm going to yell. Um, 
But so one. Oh, and it's Aton, by the way. Actually, I okay. know that because I'm Jew. Aton. Because I'm Jewish, and I I'm not. I was about to say like I'm Israeli. I'm not I'm Israeli. Aton. So. Um. Mm-hmm. So he says a line that struck that stuck out to me, and I'm wondering if it's going to play a part in the future. Okay. Um. But he says once you are a Trump, it's like a tattoo. Everyone can see it. So I'm wondering oh. if that goes back to play into the tattoos that were removed from her. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. But because my brain does weird things where I yeah. pick out a random line and I'm like, I wonder if that has something to do with it. So I just wanted to put a pin in it. Yeah. And bring it up. It might mean nothing. Hey. Um But it was such a big scene for her tattoos to be removed. Absolutely. It was. And then that's a weird line to – anyway, so I just wanted to – It is weird. It's also like – because, I mean, it's it's a flashback that she has of Aton, right? Like, I mean, Aton doesn't actually, like, come – like, I mean – No, he went to see her in the hospital. Okay. So, um – Oh, that's right. And it's but he went to go see her in the hospital when she like right before Dean Sandow showed up. So mm-hmm. it's like okay, yeah. Um, it's so crazy. Yeah, um, and it's um. I still feel like there's so much more um, that yeah about that we're not going to get to. I know in and- these next in this next week. So it's going to be the next book and. I so the last line she do, she does call Turner and you know she's like come on we got to go to the president's house which yeah. is yeah the president of Yale and she's like let's go play night which I love because I mean she's referring to actually the first chapter we read in this where she talks about how the Lethe, the members of Lethe are knights and they like are out there fighting for like trying to keep everybody safe but yet they are I think it refers to the chess piece. Well like, that too, yeah. Because I mean, in chess the knight is a throwaway piece. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. since I like th- yes, I couldn't word that way. That's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> it's, I don't think it has anything to do with like the armored Oh, no, no, like, no, no. Knights. It's like this piece that like has a big part to play, but if you lose it then it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. It's um it's what the Lethe members are to mm-hmm. Shadow. And in his so, chess game. Yeah. Exactly. So let's go play Knight. Which sounds interesting because she's gotta have like, you know, something's gonna be planned. And she's gotta somehow also explain this to Turner, who I th- like do you think Turner, like I mean believes everything or thinks something is shady about how like what went down because everything we didn't really discuss it but we know everything got covered up and it got covered up in such like a really like weird way to like way too easily way too like i think he accepted it at surface level and was like yep that's it cool case dismissed or problem <laughs> solved or whatever so mm-hmm. just because of the character the yeah. way it's written. So I think he's going to be like, what? Explain everything to me. And then she's going to have to give the rundown. I think that's how we're, Where we're getting. Yeah. He's probably like pissed. He's probably at home. He probably has this ritual that like after solving a case he does, he like gets home, 
He he probably makes some boring meal. He takes off his nice suit. He probably takes a like, shower at precisely a, ninety-two yep. degrees. Yep, and starts. Um, <laughs> he has one of those huge stereos that um, from like our days that like magically is still working. That like I mean like he like I mean it's got this yeah. CD deck and everything, and like he plays Sade. Like American Psycho. <laughs> American Psycho. I was like, Sade, and you're like, American Psycho. Well, <laughs> he's probably just sitting down to his spaghetti bolognese. Yeah. Ready to, like, um, enjoy his red wine. He's like, oh, done. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a call comes through. Yeah. And it's like, by the way, you got oh, it wrong. It's this girl again. I know. And, uh, I know. I and I actually was surp- I surprised myself. I thought I was going to continue reading and I didn't. Yeah, I put it down. Yeah, I did too. So, cuz I didn't want to have my discussion marred by like knowing what actually what happened happens next, yeah. So, but yeah, exciting. So next week. Yes. That's it for the book. That is it was good. I love I I liked it. I am um, So, I know we've got one more episode, but so far, like, I mean, what do you think of this book compared to, like, I mean, I know it's so different from Lee's, like, Grisha verse, but it's still her writing, and it's still her style, and it's just she gets to have more fun with this, I think, and I think it's very, Mm -hmm. I think it's very her. It is very her. I mean, I'm saying this in, like, the most loving way possible. And we haven't finished it yet, either. I don't mean this. In any sort of negative way, it's predictable in the Lee way. Like, Lee always surprises us, so there's still surprises that happen. Right. But the way, like, the flow of it. You also, I will say this to all our listeners, Terry is never surprised by anything. She is just, like, she has everything figured out way before. She's, like, she sees all... I think last episode I was talking about how Lee like puts out all the dots and then all of a sudden things like start to like the they're connecting and all of a sudden all the like dots are like the lines are connecting and everything. Terry like gets all that done way before any of us are doing any of that. And she sees like, I don't know, you you see things and like read things that like it's just like stick out to you. That it's just like I don't know. It's very interesting. You've always you've always been that way. That's you, why I have a hard time reading. Well, it's like books it's, that are beloved by many people. I can't read it because I'm like, okay, you're not surprised. That well, was fun. Um, but so it, it has to. It takes a special author for me to like really get engrossed in it, and okay. that's why I like Lee because what I'm. When I'm saying I'm not surprised, there are surprises. I can't predict exactly where she's going. Mm-hmm. There are hints, and I know she wants us to think certain things, but it's always, like, the answer is always surprising. You've caught on to the way that, like, I mean, you've just caught, like, it's kind of like, I don't know, like, you, I, I, you understand Lee's writing and the way that it happens a little bit more. Like, I mean, and the way that the flow goes, like, I mean, more than 
I think just typical readers would. And maybe that has to do with the, like, did you used to like to write? And yeah. So, but it, I'm hyperlexic. Like, I started reading when I was two. And I've always been in love with the English language from a very, very early standpoint. And I started reading very, like, uh, difficult things very, right. very early oh, on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Your first book was Interview so, with a Vampire. My first major adult novel. Wow. Yeah. So, um, and I. I took courses in in writing and uh tearing things apart and yeah. So I love um it's just everyone has their thing and that's my yeah. thing. Um so that's why I like to read, but also why I don't like to read. <laughs> that's why I'm very picky yeah. about yeah, about what I read. Well, I get it. Like I mean like you and Chris are very similar. Like Chris loves to read but hates to read because Chris has an obsessive mind where he starts a book and if he likes it, he can't put it down till he finishes it. Oh, yeah. He also is a speed reader, so he reads a lot faster than I, I do. I've always loved literature and, like, I just, I loved it and I've, um, especially, like, I don't know, I remember, like, being so, like, I loved taking the literature classes, like, tests in high school. I was excited for them. Um, Especially the exams, like, I was really good at, like, writing essays and things like that. I haven't written in so long, but I was, like, I just enjoyed it. I, I don't, I was not good, but I just, I really enjoyed, like, all the symbolisms and things yeah. like that. But anyways, we've got three more chapters, and I think yep. we still have plenty of more stuff left. So anyways. And I'm sure we need to. Wrap it up. Wrap it on up. Yes. So, um. Okay, well. It's been fun. It has been, and we are so excited um, just for next week, yeah, because we're going to be finishing this up. Yep. So, um, okay, well, you all be good. We love you all. Long live the Grishaverse. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No mourners. No funerals. This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at GrishaCast. Yay! And thank you to our amazing, amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, and Brenda. 